0: Coming up, Universal has announced two new concepts coming to Texas as well as Nevada. And we're going to tell you all about it on this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Hello, Rhino. We have a very exciting episode for you and everyone who's taking the time uh, to listen to watch me? this. Yeah, just you and everyone else. I It's, oh, okay. it's for all okay, of okay. us Good. today. Not for me, though, because I can't stand the sound of my voice. Probably, like... <laughs> much of the people out there also taking the time to listen and watch this, but, uh, universal literally decided to surprise us with huge, massive news that they are bringing two new concepts to life and not in Orlando or Hollywood in Texas and Nevada, which was just wild. When I woke up this morning, it's not what I expected, but (laughs) it's what actually happened. And, uh, uh, we, we've got a lot to unpack with it so we will uh, before we get to that I want to remind you this is brought to you by dreams unlimited travel if you like our content and you want to support us please book a vacation through dreams unlimited travel you know of course you can book a universal Orlando vacation Walt Disney World Disney cruise line Royal Caribbean all the different cruise lines out there uh, California you you can book all of these destinations and maybe in the future even Texas and Nevada probably not that I, I doubt i doubt that but we'll have to wait and see with that but uh yeah it supports us and they will do as much as they can to help you out to plan those vacations so if you want a free no obligation quote head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today and rhino which mm-hmm. one do we want to start with do we want to start with texas or do we want to start with nevada
1: um texas let's do texas first mm.
0: Ooh, just like miscongeniality, congeniality yeah. texas texas she's she's beauty she's grace
1: she's miss united states
0: exactly exactly definitely the front runner but it's hilarious. And I think this is the better one to start with. It's what I was going to suggest uh, last week when we were talking about what's coming in 2023. Of course, we mentioned the fact that Woody Woodpecker's kid zone was being demolished and uh, closing very soon and that in its place would be a new concept and it would feature uh, universal characters. And, you know, I believe we we mentioned how much like Universal really needs to sink into the uh, the family market because it's one aspect that they're just not quite hitting right now, that they're not really they're not really they're not they're not great. Parks for families with younger kids, and mm. I, I hate like just being so blunt about it, but let's be real—they're they're just not. There's not enough for for younger Universal fans to do, or parents who want to make their kids Universal fans. There's there's just not enough for them. And now that I'm saying this, I might have actually cut a lot of that out of the show for uh, time purposes. But uh, regardless, it's still something that is is clear with Universal Orlando in particular. While there are playgrounds and such around the parks and some smaller rides. uh, It's just it's not great for young kids. So Universal in a bold move is saying, you know what, we're going to start introducing regional concepts outside of our big flagship resorts that we have in the United States and around the world. We're also going to focus on small regional parks and the uh, the first theme park in a way because the other one isn't necessarily a theme park but the first theme park that they're going to be setting up this way is in Frisco Texas and Frisco is if i remember correctly it is just north of the Dallas Fort Worth area specifically Dallas i mean Texas is big it's a uh, it- it's all you know it- yeah it's a large place, so it is just above it. Not not super far. I don't have exact mileage, but yeah, that's your your kind of biggest major cities right around there, Dallas and Fort Worth. And in Frisco, Texas, they are going to make a theme park that is specifically aimed at families with young children children so they are they are finally addressing this and not not as much as you know it would be great if they would address it in a big way in orlando and hollywood but doing it in a regional sense i, I that's that's also a great thing so I I don't I, I know that in that regional way, it's going to be mostly for Texans. It's not going to be like it necessarily as much of a destination that people are going to be flying all the way in just for this family, this family theme park. But some obviously will still do that. But uh, a, just just a big shock. Were, were you shocked to hear this Rhino?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I, they're the first I mean other like you you have parks like six flags you know that you'd be like yeah i could see a six flag it's crazy to think like you know i think six flags and um things like where i'm from like regional theme parks like you already said like a canopy lake park or a water world, something like that water world that doesn't feel right water country water um uh, you know water world the kevin costner chain of theme parks but they those sort of things i feel like are the next step down after disney and no disrespect to them because they have you know they're Diehard fans and all that sort of stuff, too. But like Disney and Universal are this like top tier level of these like theme parks, and we've only ever had them on the east and the west coast. And we, other than like obviously right now, we have Epic Universe being built, but the park that was built before that, if we're not counting the water park stuff, you know, that was like 1998 was the last time a major theme park was built. I mean, I know California Adventure got its overhaul and essentially became a new theme park, but. Um, that would be the last time, like, I feel like in our lifetime, not in our lifetimes, but you know what I mean? When, when, when did Islands of Adventure open? That was like around 98, 99, right? Wasn't that in the late nineties, early 2000s? Islands
0: of Adventure was in 1999.
1: Yeah. So, so 98, the late nineties, we saw like these two major theme parks expand and now we're on this new precipice. But again, they were expanding in already conquered territory. And now here we are in this whole undiscovered country. Thing. Also, I'm going to confirm with you because I pulled it up on the map that um, Frisco is just north of Dallas. And um, so I'd imagine that's the airport you'd be using. But uh, there's something called the National Video Game Museum that is also located in Frisco. So Frisco is looking a little more interesting to me as <laughs> the time as we continue this episode.
0: Universal has released very little details on you know, what we really can expect from this, but they have really some, uh, including why they chose Frisco. Uh, they selected Frisco as the area for this new concept, given the city's growing population and ability to attract businesses to the area. And the new concept is ideally situated east of the Dallas- Dallas North Tollway and north of the Panther Creek Parkway. So I know that means a lot to you people uh, that really know your Texas uh, geography. But for everyone else, you know, we we, maybe we'll learn about it someday. It's
1: close to Oklahoma. It's like it's that on that part of Texas that's getting like near the border of Oklahoma, which is it's fascinating to me because how many how many years have always said we've just even had the conversation of being like. There, you know, it'd, it'd be interesting to see a theme park built in like the Midwest, somewhere that we were like, "I want to see it when it snows." I mean, obviously, I don't think it snows in Texas, or at least in this part of Texas. I don't know if it does. Well, actually. it can. I Remember sure. the
0: the big freeze that happened throughout Texas a couple years yeah. back? So, um, Texas can get Texas can get very cold, and uh, I, I've only been to Dallas once, so I'm not going to consider myself an expert. I think I actually might have been close to Frisco at some point in time with it. I I don't remember. And it was one of those things where I wasn't driving. So I, I yeah. just don't really have, I, I don't have a lot of uh, strong memories towards it. But uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, it, it they obviously, it, they knew, they they obviously must have known something to really <laughs> choose this site. I, know, I don't know what the right words I'm looking for for it because it, this isn't, This isn't the first time that Texas has been brought up, you know, that people have wanted Disney to expand to Texas and it's all been talked about before. So I, I guess they just looked at it all and said,
1: you know what, this is the perfect area for it. And that's what they're going with. But well... It, that's the big the big thing. I know I you just read it. They said it in the articles the influx of population because I know in Austin and I know that's a completely different area in the state, but that was the big thing where like Austin's become like a new um uh like Silicon Valley in terms of like a lot of um campuses are being set up there for like Apple, Google, whatever, stuff like that. And and um so I know that, you know, and there's a big music scene and stuff. So I, I'm sure that, that 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 all weighs into this being like In a time where we're expanding and people were kind of moving out of cities into new cities because of COVID and everything like that, they're trying to be on that cusp of it, you know, getting to it before it before it's too late. And that's kind of it's just interesting. It's all very interesting. Yeah,
0: It is interesting, as is the concept of the park itself. So here's what Universal has to say about the park. They say. The new park concept set in a lush green landscape and featuring immersive themed lands celebrates Universal's iconic brand of entertainment, humor, and innovation and brings to life its beloved characters and stories in a way that will wow even the youngest theme park goers. The proposed park will be designed to be more intimate and engaging for younger audiences and will be sized for a regional audience. It will be full of family-friendly attractions, interactive and playful shows, character meet and greets, unique merchandise, and fun food and beverage venues. Although smaller in size, it will still carry the same quality as Universal's other larger resort destinations. Uh, Universal purchased 97 acres of land for the proposed park, and that will also include an adjacent themed hotel and room for expansion. So it's not just going to end with this. I mean, it could, but... They would like to expand on it. And the entire area is intended to have a completely different look, feel and scale than Universal's existing parks and will appeal to a new audience for the brand. And uh, of course, we um, don't have details on when it will be finished. We don't have any yeah. details on when it will be started. None of that is there yet. This is just the first announcement. But if we can use Epic Universe or, you know, just just their motivation behind building new attractions in their parks, Super Nintendo World at Hollywood, uh, we know that it's it, they're not going to sleep on this too long if they want it. And they really are going fully forward with this. I, I don't expect it to take uh, too much time for sure. Do you know how large like Universal Studios is? I don't have the acreage offhand. So uh, that that's a great question for Mr. Google it's, right it's now. It's 541 – Lady Google,
1: Universal Orlando um, – like like uh, like a Mr. Rogers character. Yeah. Universal Orlando is the second largest resort in Greater Orlando after nearby Walt Disney World Resort. Universal Orlando covers five hundred and forty one acres of land. I don't know if that is just the car that includes the both theme parks or if that it from this wording, it would sound like the theme parks in CityWalk and probably wow. the hotels. But um, I, I think it's pretty smart. I feel like of them because, uh, you know, as somebody like we've already said, I grew up in an area where there were several regional theme parks and I think like it's a surefire bet that if, I mean, if, especially if you can maintain quality where it's like, well, if there isn't really anything there, why not go there? Because that seems like something that always hits and it doesn't need to be this like crazy major thing to be profitable. I don't think, you know, for them, especially,
0: Yeah, Uh, What I really want to know with it is how unique is this actually going to be? Um, Like, are they going to stick with some of the areas that have already been developed for Universal's other parks and kind of place them in here? Like take some of the more family friendly experiences and, you know, move forward with that and. I will say when you're looking at like the concept art for it, of course it is concept art. Anything can change. Uh, yeah. it, it looks like the entrance is where we're going to have the hotel, uh, very similar to how they're, they're going to do uh, Epic universe, having a hotel right in that entrance area. Always, always a good smart decision with that. Uh, interesting to see that like, right when you come in, there's a fountain area with what looks to be like a boat ride that goes all the way around the park. So, uh, that that's intriguing. I see lots of small attractions that look more like what you would expect at like a, you know, like a, a fair or a regional theme park in that way, which you know what, those a lot of those rides that are smaller are perfect for kids. So why not go with it? Um the, the one interesting thing is in the top left of the theme park yeah. art, to me, that looks exactly like uh what they already have in Islands of Adventure with uh the Jurassic Park area in terms of like the main the main building and you know there's like it looks like there's a small little roller coaster right up above it that maybe they're like signifying hey that could be like a tranadon flyers in that way so uh it's it's weird thinking that you know something like jurassic park could potentially uh be in this area i mean it's in this this theme park but i know camp jurassic or sorry what's what's the name of that netflix show that i'm trying to think of that's very popular
1: it's camp jurassic but okay. you you can see too on the bridge they have the entryway the jurassic park entryways right there oh i didn't even notice that you're right yeah yeah um and that's right but I, I that's what i was thinking that it would be like a camp jurassic because it, it looks like there's like an exploding volcano that would be like that spoke um uh whatever you, i forget what they're called you know the dumbbell rides where it goes Love around yeah um and then um yeah and then like um one of those just tiny like kids rides that do the up and down, like a smaller version of like the doom, the doom ride. And then, um, yeah, like a visitor center. But then there's clearly like this, like show building for an attraction that's like kind of drawn in there too. So I don't know, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, again, any anything with concept art can absolutely change like in the in the upper right hand side of the concept art definitely looks like we're looking at some dream work stuff with maybe how to train your dragon uh potentially even shrek I, yeah i, I was see, thinking shrek like it I could be a A blending of both because I I definitely see what looks to be like a dragon spinner and uh, that, you know, that definitely has that feel. So it could be how to train your dragon. It it could just be DreamWorks in general. I'm not positive on that. It definitely the vibes I'm getting from below it are a lot of like illumination uh, aesthetics to it. I think it's Uh, Trolls very well like trolls i definitely see it in that way i also see like some whimsy that you would experience at super silly Funland with uh despicable me so I, I it could be it could really be anything but i feel like those are the main vibes that i'm getting from this from this concept and then in terms of what's on the bottom left hand side that that's to me, I don't see a, a singular concept in there. Maybe like kind of secret life of pets with like a more of like a park feel to it. It kind of because it kind of like I just look at that and I get vibes of like New York Central Park area, not New York City, though. Uh, but, you know, water splash pad, a small little ride, lots of seating for dining and stuff. It's, it's it's all intriguing. And who knows if any of it actually comes to fruition. But uh, there's there's a lot to really pick around on this map and and get excited about for, again, families and and families with young children, because ultimately, you know, right now, as a person who just started a family with a young child, something like this absolutely would be appealing to me in the future. Uh, Probably by the time it's finished, uh, my kid will be, you know, on the cusp of being out of age for it or out of age for it. But, uh, you know, I, I don't as of like, Right now, if I was saying, hey, Rhino, let's go jump on a plane and go to Texas. This definitely wouldn't be something that we would probably get much out of. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's thinking of it from my family aspect. I could I could be sold.
1: Um, but yeah, I, I, I it'll it seems like their version of like a Legoland like that yeah. sort of a. that's what I'm in my brain. I'm sort of imagining.
0: Yeah. And I think that is definitely something that Universal will if it's a success they will lean into even more heavily moving on in the future because uh then we will truly be able to talk about universals different parks around the world is truly being for t- for families of all of ages instead of like oh you know it's it's pretty good once your kids are tall enough to ride some of the the scarier rides and once they like roller coasters then of course they're they're great parks but now this just this this changes it. You know, It again, I would love to see them put this much, much effort and initiative into the parks they currently are running, but to also see it as a regional enhancement as well, too, that that also is is a good thing. And I'm very, very intrigued, intrigued to see where it goes. But we okay. need to go because uh, we've been talking about that for a while we need to go to las vegas nevada now to talk about the second Hello. of the announcements and this one uh, i i think this is finally going to sell me on las vegas because i have i i do not gamble at all and i'm interested in some of the entertainment offerings that vegas has but it's never been a place for me that i like i want to go and i i know there are plenty of people who love it they're Plenty of people that like try to push me to go there, but I just I I think I would be bored after you see like the shows that you want to see or entertainment you want to see. Then after that, it's like I don't gamble. So what do I do? Just go home from there. And that's always been my standpoint with it. But Universal is going to be expanding To las vegas as part of a new year-round horror experience that is being done by the halloween horror nights team and uh, this brand new permanent experience is going to be now part of the area 15 entertainment district that opened back in 2020 So let's go over it. Uh, This original concept will bring to life Universal's vast library of classic horror films and today's most terrifying tales with a variety of unique, immersive, fantastic horror-centric experiences that surround high-energy food and beverage spaces by day turned haunting bars and eateries by night. The new concept marks the first time Universal has created a permanent horror experience beyond its theme parks. It will deliver on the thrills and frights its horror fans have come to love and excite anyone looking for a new level of experiential entertainment. The space will also feature a continuously updated experience, must-see seasonal events, and one-of-a-kind merchandise. Rhino, I know you're going just for that merchandise. You love a good oh, merch. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: You know, I, Well, it's crazy is they're building an Area 51 here. So, it's kind of... Area 15. 15, Area 51, is I keep where calling 51 went. where the aliens are. I am in 15. Um, but yeah, um, but they're building one here. So that's kind of interesting that they're, I don't know. I doubt they'll get involved with anything here, but um this, this, I, I saw the concept art after it was announced and the space, it looks like they'd be occupying is actually a pretty large compared to the size of space you would need to create. I feel like, uh, halloween horror night's house right
0: oh oh my gosh yeah i mean the the space itself is like a giant giant warehouse like to me uh looking at it like it feels like it's ikea size and they do say that the space is a hundred 10,000 square feet. So that's, that's a big, that's a big space for sure. Uh, so they, they can do a lot in there, but, uh, you know, considering it is going to be an enclosed area in that way, you do have to think about, you're going to have the experience that's going to be continuously updated. You have to have mm-hmm. like, you do have to have room for the merchandise shop and, and the bars and, in food and beverage so, like a you know scare that zone? stuff's gonna start adding
1: know. up what's that yeah I, like the, i'm imagining they'll probably be like as you enter there'd be like you know the, it will literally be trying to recreate the atmosphere of halloween horror night so there's probably going to be a scare zone element to it as well for ambiance at least you know
0: yeah well at the very least there should be constantly roaming characters around like, yeah it's if you're going into this you are saying to yourself like okay you're, you're coming to this horror experience. I, I expect it to not just be like uh, pushed off into one area. I expect to like as soon as you walk in, you are immersed by it no matter where you are. And maybe that's bad for my expectations, but... Uh, you know that's that's just what what I would want from this experience. It's not like if you know some people want to go to our Halloween horror nights and say you know what I just want the I want the scare zones to be able to see it from like the outside, but I have no interest in the houses. Like I hope with this that it's it's just it envelops you no matter where you are and yeah, just doesn't let you uh, leave leave the theming behind. But uh, it's it's very 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 intriguing because we know it is going to cover stuff from the classic monsters through some of the movies that have been made by uh as they mentioned Jason Blum, James Wan and Jordan Peele and not just be about like the the classic horror movies but also new movies that are upcoming too. So like when they say continually continually updated like mm. that's uh that's that's very Very, very promising. And then, of course, as Halloween Horror Nights fans in Orlando, we got excited by the concept art that came out with it because... Even if it might not actually happen, uh, featuring, uh, featured front and center in the, the photo is Jack the clown just standing there with what looks like chance right behind it. And then right behind her, I, I, that's where my eyes weren't working real well. I don't know. I couldn't really tell what it was like a, a bent over man that just seemed like he's had a hard life and just. <laughs> Uh, you know, is really at his wit's end. I, I don't know what they're going for with it, but yeah, definitely the two stand out. And then it took me until I like zoomed in on the picture to realize there's like a very hipster girl right off to the side in front of the yeah.
1: doors that I thought was also part of it. <laughs> no, she, I think she's just like going in because <laughs> she she's is, got like, and, a little mini backpack. And I was like, Ooh, who's that? <laughs> like
0: the scariest thing. Zillennials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay. Uh in terms of what else they announced with this, all they said was Universal is known for our ability to deliver highly themed and terrifying horror entertainment experiences for millions of fans every year. We are excited to give our global fan base yet another way to get scared and have fun with fear in the heart of Las Vegas, the perfect place for this unique concept.
1: Yeah. I've I've had friends who have been to area 15 at Vegas and they like raved about it and they're very excited about the one being built in Orlando. So I think that's cool. I'm, I'm with you on that terms of being like, I'm not, I don't really, I don't gamble. Um, you know, and so I, yeah, I would love to go and like see a show, but I think this pulls that in that extra little bit where you're like, okay, cool. I would definitely go for this.
0: Yeah, I it's uh, Vegas is now officially on my list. It I already was. I should say that because uh, from my travels around California this past summer, I realized that the uh, the fastest way to get to uh, Death Valley isn't actually in California. It's by going to Las Vegas and then driving into California from that side. So as soon as I figured that out, I was like, "Okay, someday in the future, we'll fly into Vegas and we'll, you know, we'll we'll do a day in Vegas and then go to Death Valley and we'll do that." But now that universal will have a presence there someday in the future too. Uh, I, now it's going to be a little bit longer of a trip and I'm going to have to give Vegas a little bit more of a shot. And I I wish we had details about when this was actually going to open and start being built and such. Uh, In my opinion, I feel like because of area 15's presence in Las Vegas already and uh, and, you know, the fact that it just seems like this is easier to pull off than a brand new theme park. I have a feeling that this will definitely open first, but oh, I yeah. could be wrong. I don't know how far along their new expansion area is because it's 110,000 square foot space that they're putting together. But it's on uh, it's going to be the anchor tenant of the new 20 acre expansion of Area oh. 15. So with that, I'm not sure if. They have to wait for like everything else to open or if it's going to be like, let's get this going and then everything else will come around with it. I don't I don't know enough about Area 15. And I will have to learn everything about it. But, uh, you, you know, I, I think still on paper with with knowing how fast Halloween Horror Nights uh, puts things together and just Universal's efforts at building anything in a fast way. I, I think that this one definitely should come along way before what happens in Texas. So, yeah, I'm just going to have to keep my uh, keep my travel open to be able to just fly to Vegas anytime Anytime it opens. Drop
1: of the hat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was looking, I was looking for the phrase and I was like, no, I don't drop this hat.
1: My hair is way different. too long
0: right now. Way too messy. So it's got to stay in here. Good. Okay. <laughs> so that is the exciting news in terms of uh big stuff with universal and their new concepts. And I, I just want to mention one other thing too, because it's going to be uh, playing into the content that we have coming up in the next few weeks. Um, one thing is we're recording this we're recording this right after all of these announcements came out fingers crossed that nothing else big gets announced uh, in terms of new expansions new attractions anything like that today hopefully they just left it with this and it has time to stew uh again as of the time that we're recording this too we still haven't gotten like the mardi gras lineup or anything which i expect that to come in the next couple of days so we'll, we'll probably have to cover that next week but uh we do have you know we have a lot in store for the future we are going to do our kid zone uh wrap up episode where we we give our final thoughts on all of kid zone that's going away uh we are we are going to have to go and do a dining review at the the newly opened slash reopened cafe la Bamba at universal studios florida yeah. like, i don't know what to say about it because i don't i cannot remember it being a restaurant in all the years that I have been going to Universal. Like I, I remember, um, you know, I, I remember obviously all the times using it for Halloween horror nights as a space to be at, and other VIP tours uh, having having stops there. But I, it, maybe it was open when I like first started working at Universal and first started going there. But I, I was over on the Islands of Adventure side, so I never, I never paid attention to what was happening in Universal Studios Florida. So. Like I feel like going to Cafe La Bomba will be like a, a real fresh thing for me because it it kind of is so yeah I don't know how to yeah. call it newly reopened or just opened whatever but it's there and what what was the food that they were serving there Rhino what was the it style? was
1: I, I think it was like tacos burritos and like uh, Tex Mex bowls. Um, Hmm. and yeah so that's interesting i i honestly i can't remember it being open functional other than for events specifically for only like for like a mardi gras for halloween horror nights or something because i do remember standing in there with you once and reading a menu but it it, but it, it was definitely part of an event i think it was mardi gras well
0: i was gonna say that's where they had the i think it was like the voodoo bar that they had yes, set up for Mardi Gras yes, when you walked yeah. in. And so they had it for that year. And then they use it for Halloween horror nights with VIP tours. And like, I, I have been in there. M- multiple times throughout the years for events and, and special occasions like that. But as a dedicated quick service, I, I have never eaten mm. there before. So uh, I, I also love the fact that they're going with the Tex-Mex uh, style food, just because I feel like that's something that, you know, Universal is kind of lacking on. And I don't, I don't like antojitos. I, I keep, I, I try, I try to like it. I just don't like it. So, Maybe maybe this is a little bit better. We'll just have to go and find out. There's oh, no. a quattro leches calling my name. Four leches. I and like I said to you earlier, when they get to eight leches, then I'll actually be impressed. They've got a way to go, but I'm sure they can get there. There's so many milks out there nowadays, like just throw them all in. It can't go wrong, can it?
1: I have nipples, Craig. Can you milk me?
0: <laughs> uh no. <laughs> found that out recently that's actually not true so don't believe don't believe anything that meet the parents ever told you or you <laughs> okay i think that covers all of it as of right now when we're recording though frisco texas get ready for a new family-friendly theme park aimed at younger children vegas get ready for year-round halloween as done by the halloween horror nights team uh you that's listening and watching get ready to in the future hear us talk about kid zone as well as cafe la bamba and i think that is it, as well as Mardi Gras details, of course, in the future, too. But that's all I have. Rhino, I'll give you one last chance. Anything to say?
1: No, just Universal must be, like, must be really doing well because they're going full steam into this stuff. Like, they're building a whole new theme park, city walk, sort of combo hotel and everything over there with Epic Universe. And then they're doing I was shocked that they were then also closing kid zone to turn it into something new so then also building a new theme park somewhere else and a new experience i mean they are they're firing away they are not slowing down so that i'm just is a lot of uh, fun things to look forward to yeah. It's a great time to be a Universal
0: fan. It's a great time to be a theme park fan in general. And we have a lot to look forward to. And yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a very interesting uh, next couple of years as as we see how all of this is unveiled and and just comes to fruition. It's going to be a lot of fun following along with it. And uh, with that, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. So I should say, hey, thank you for following along with us. And if you did enjoy this and you want to support us more and keep this show alive, uh, again, please book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel, specifically through Universal. Uh, you can book the Disney ones, too, and that helps us keep our other jobs that we have. But <laughs> Universal would also be helpful. Uh, so get a free note obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And if you are watching this on YouTube, please hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, video suggestions in the comment section. Let us know what you think about all of these announcements. If you're excited, uh, well, I don't know where we are here. So I'm just going to say, uh, remember the Alamo. Uh, thank you all out there for listening and watching. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll see you again soon with another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name.